Welcome to Our Social Impact, brought to you by the Prison Scholar Fund. The Prison Scholar Fund's mission is to provide education and employment assistance to help currently and formerly incarcerated people succeed and thrive in society while avoiding homelessness and the revolving door of reincarceration. The PSF also advocates for reform in correctional education to increase opportunity for all. As a nonprofit, we rely on investments, volunteers, and are always looking for board members to champion our mission. Please connect with us through our website at prisonscholars.org, where you can find volunteer opportunities, make a contribution, and learn about becoming a board member. You can also email us at info at prisonscholars.org and find us through most social media platforms at Prison Scholars. Become a patron by supporting us directly at Patreon with at Prison Scholars. We appreciate your review of this podcast through whatever platform you listen through. Without further ado, here's Dirk Van Velsen, founder and CEO of the Prison Scholar Fund. So welcome to our social impact. Today we have Marquise Elliott, yes, also, sir. also known as Preacher. Yes, sir. So I just met you today, and I know basically nothing about you. Okay. So uh, tell me about the program you're in and kind of about yourself. Well, first off, my name Marquise Elliott, like you said, but uh, my nickname Preacher. I've been called Preacher for about over five years now. I've been preaching for about five years now. The program I'm in is called Ready Chicago, Heartland Alliance. Uh, it's like a program for felons, but it's like a second chance type thing. It's like... Um, so they they come to your they come to your court dates. They talk to your parole officers. They ask um probation officers and everything. They basically look for people who need second chances, like who, who got felonies, who who basically society say can't make it or can't do nothing different. You feel me? They go out and they actually do a little looking. That's how they found me. Cool. So how do they find you? One of my friends was already in here. His name Yada. He was already here. So I to, he told me about it, and I'm like. Man, I love to jump on that opportunity. So I'm like, yeah, if you can get him my name. And it was a lottery pick. So when he gave him my name. Oh, there's a lot of demand for the program? Yeah. Okay. So when he gave, when he gave him my name, it got entered in, in, uh, in a pool of 30. And they picked 11, and my name was one of them. So, Congratulations for making it. Thank you. So this has like a really great kind of support network. Like some people have family support, legal support, and some people just don't. Right. So it kind of fills that gap. Yeah, I mean, when you come here, it's like a family for real, for real. So it's like it helps you get away from the streets help you get away from stress, whatever's on your mind. Give you, give you a, a peace of mind. Give you a sense of, a sense of hope for change. Cause see me, I don't never like to do too much or be extra. But they kind of made me one of the faces of the program. So it's like, cause they know the preacher side of me. It's this lady named Monique that work here, and she put me an opportunity to be able to speak. Cause I like to speak. You feel me? I, I love to express why my name preacher. So when I got an opportunity to do that, I started getting to different positions and meeting people, and I started seeing that. Me expressing what I want to express if I was inside of change actually worked out in my favor. So it sounds like I'm interviewing the right guy if you like yeah. to preach. Yeah. All right, so tell me about yourself. I mean, a little bit about me. Like I said, I've been preaching since I was 18 years old. I'm 23 right now. I've been preaching for five years. Uh, I've been in the streets all my life. I'm from Rosen area, the hundreds. Um, I chose to start playing with music, like, for real, for real, 2015, 2014. But when my homie got killed in 2017 while I was in jail, I started taking music serious. Uh... I just spoke for churches. I just spoke at conventions. I just spoke in Springfield. I didn't spoke like I consider myself like not really an activist, but like a motivational speaker type activist. Also type artist because it ain't really just rapping with me. I gotta look sing too. But um, really, me my cha- my message has changed. I try to promote change. I try to promote that you can do something different. Everybody out here got a type of eye of I can compete with the next man. I can compete if 
if I gotta compete, if you doing better than me, I gotta get somewhere as you, or I gotta get bigger than you. And if I ain't nowhere near compared to you or bigger than you, now nah, I can't do it. No, nah, you ain't gotta think like that. It's a step process. It's just how you climb. Everybody gotta go through their steps. Everybody got a different opportunity and a different time for when they make theirs, when they catch theirs. You just gotta be patient and wait for yours and be able to discern every like me being me, the the teachers that I had over me, the people that I had teaching me, laying hands on me, ordaining me to do certain things, they made me pay attention to seasons. They made me pay attention to words. They made me pay attention to conversations. I had to study the human body. I had to pay attention to the 48 powers of law, not to boast of bread talk. To God be the glory for everything. But it's just like when I started stepping into knowledge, I started actually paying attention to that. Knowledge was already in my character, my cup of tea, all that throughout my whole life. A lot of people, and why I'm saying that is because a lot of people have stuff that's already in their life that they need to pay attention to. Drawing, music, Cars, fixing stuff—you just never know what it is. But it's already been in your in your life before you caught it. So I just caught preaching. That's why I tattooed it on my neck. Oh, right on. It's in my. I, I consider this my black banner. You know, the preachers—they get the white collars. Yeah. You know, they get they get, put their collars on. They consider themselves ready for that spot. I consider myself partially ready for that spot because I strive every day to be Christ-like. But I know for a fact I'm not perfect. Yeah, none of us are, man. But you would be surprised how many people try to judge. They see me and they okay. He's young. Look how he dressed. Look how he walk. Look how he talk. But if you judge the book by its cover, you will never get a chance to read the pages and realize that the pages are extraordinary and everything that you needed from them pages came from reading instead of just judging. So it sounds like you had some good role models or mentors that helped you kind of yes, dial it in. Yes, sir. And who's your favorite one? My favorite one out of everybody I can think about is two. Darnell White and it's uh, Jesse. Them two, they were very, very, very much on me. They didn't play with me. Were they in your neighborhood? Nah, uh, we was we was like close friends. We was just always around each other. But they were older than me, and they they was always keeping my mentality on right. So when it came to situations as far as them knowing I had this type of gift in me, because they both were very much spiritual, they put me in circles. They put me around people where I needed to speak. They put me on pedestals where I had to actually let go of fear, let go of nervousness, let go of not being outgoing, let go of not really being who I am and step into what I'm trying to do. Are you kind of an introvert? Is like, are you better with just a couple people, or are you like big groups? Oh, I love big groups. Okay, I just spoke to over five hundred. I spoke to over three hundred. I spoke to over hundred. It's out to God be the glory. My congregation is over a thousand strong. So, what church do you belong to? Right now, I'm belong to church. I'm in between. I'm doing this like type of ministry thing. You just kind of pop around and yeah. talk to them. Yeah, yeah. I'm an introvert, so it's really easy for me to talk to one person or two people. But mm. when a big group is kind of a kind of a challenge. I mean, it, it all depends on. You feel me? What, what the message is you're giving, and it all depends on what you've been doing throughout your life. You could be ready for anything. I ain't the only preacher here that tattooed it on their neck or that's young. It's yeah. a lot of more people like me that preach to their homies, that preach to friends, that preach to coworkers, that label it preaching, but they wouldn't even look at it as you actually have a gift for speaking to people, for healing. So you say you're young. How old are you? I'm 23. Okay, that's pretty young. My birthday's in two months. Well, happy birthday, man. Thank you. What are you going to do? Anything fun? Yeah, probably have my girlfriend come out. Okay. She she's not local. Nah, Ohio. Okay, how far is that? A couple of hours away. Okay. Did she like Chicago? Yeah, she be coming out here a lot. You grew up here then? Yeah, all my life. South side the whole time. Yeah, but uh, I got I got a lot of deep roots in me. I'd have been. I'm from uh, Tennessee, Brownsville, Tennessee. Cool. So tell me about the program. They kind of you win the lottery, you're in the program, and what do they do for you? Once you get accepted to the program, you feel me? Come, you got uh go through orientation and all that. Uh, you get stage one. Stage one is where you feel me, you're going into the field, doing street revitalization, cleaning up, you feel me, they send you to little sites, you go to the sites, when you get to the site, they tell you to clean up or help what's going on around the area, if I do a little walking around, figuring out what's going on, just looking, just 
being a help to the community. You feel me? When you get to stage two, we have different work sites as far as animal program. We have this farm we be going to, a factory called uh, Freeman and Seaman. I forgot the name of it, but um, when you get there, you get the opportunity to, once you stage advance, go to stage two, you basically level up. You get an opportunity to start using your hands more. You get off the streets, get into a building, start getting into a certain facilities or certain areas the way you start working a little more. When you get to stage three, um, they um, start placing you far as placement. They start figuring out for real, for real, what was your skills? What were you working on? What were you uh, trying to get past? Did everything work for you, like far as cognitive behavior? Because every morning from 9 to 1030, we have something called cognitive, a CAD, where we learn far as anger management, uh, triggers, uh, risky behaviors, thought, like thought action, action, um, action belief, action skills, and all that. So, but when you get to stage three, they put you, because one of my friends, he just got to stage three, so they just moved into Rush Hospital. So he has a job now at Rush Hospital. One of my other friends just graduated, and um, he's doing something else. I forgot the name of the program, but this program, it has a lot of opportunities for you if you stick with it. Okay. Like, now, like the, the stuff you have to do, is that kind of, is it fun, or is it like, oh, yeah. man, we got to go come to school and do CBT and I mean, anger could, management? Or? It all depends on how you look at it. It all depends on how you look at it. You can say they think I'm a fifth grader. They think I'm a counselor. But if you step out of a different eye, you got to look at it from all type of angles. When you step out of that eye of, okay, I can keep looking at this. They're trying to get on me, bash me. They're trying to teach me how to do this and that. No, you actually need to learn this because if you look at your past, whenever someone cursed you out, you bugged up. This says whenever this cursed you out, for instance, thoughtful thinking or uh, what was it? It was risky beliefs and it was action. It was risky beliefs and it was um, thoughts and actions. We was just going over. I forgot the module. We was just doing it. But it's like it's about one of the uh, things was thought us was thought stopping. That's what it's called. Thought stopping. Thought stopping. Yes, and it was deep breathing. So, if, for example, if somebody cursed you out in the past, what would you do? You get ready to get crazy with them. Probably, probably smack them, fight them, curse yeah. them out back. Get physical with them. But this teaches you far as stop thought stopping and deep breathing to think about your actions, to think about what's going on, think about what you do. Like repercussions for everything. There's always a consequence for action. Yeah, that's really good. I remember my mom used to tell me. You know, take a deep breath, count to ten. Yeah. It's real simple. It's just changing your mentality, distracting yourself, control, self-control. Just chill out a little bit. With me personally, because I, because I'm strong in the Bible, it's the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5. Yeah. It talks about gentleness, patience, humble, self-control. If you have those things without even knowing it's in the Bible, you're already doing the right thing. It's hard to do sometimes, though, because, you, yeah. know, you know, we're, we're emotional creatures. You guys, you guys just got to be able to. You just got to be able to tell yourself, okay, I was raised like this, or I was raised not to really care, or I was raised to care too much, but what do I want to do? Yeah. Everybody eventually in life goes through a stage of what do I want to do? So what do you want to do? Me personally? So this, is stage, yes, this is stage three. Tell me about stage four, and then we can talk about you know, your ambitions, where you want to go. I mean, right now I'm on stage two. Um, I'm close to getting on stage three. I'm almost far as done with this program. I got a couple more months left in this program. Uh, I'm already one of the faces, so... They got a couple things lined up for me. And I know toward the end when they start figuring other stuff out about me and see what I want to do. They know I want to do music. They got some little program. Not a program. They got this studio and one of the other offices we have that I be going to. So um, I know when I get up out of here, it's going to be music and me pursuing my, getting my panel and getting my um, getting my spaces for real, for real ready, my platform ready for preaching and for music. Right on. Because in the future, I know it might gravitate towards the podium actually being in front of a people on that church but before then i want to make sure i get my message i want to make sure i bring the people i need to bring and get the people i need to get before i get there because i have both the generations i have the older generation younger generation i have both sides i got the spiritual side and i got the street side 
I try to use both of them to my advantage. Right on. So another thing about the program is you had the cognitive behavioral therapy, kind mm-hmm. of all this guidance. Do they also help you find jobs or yeah, like cars and housing and what other? Yeah, I didn't get my license. I didn't get my license fixed here. I didn't have the first car here. They, if, if you ask, you can get whatever you want. Really? Ask and you shall receive. You just got to know who to ask. People here always try to say, man, I couldn't get this done. I couldn't get that. How you get that done, preach? How you do that, man? How, how he getting this? Ooh. Three people didn't graduate from high school and got the GED. People didn't start college. People with felonies work in Rush Hospital. Nice. They, they just asked. They support you here. All you have to do is ask. Tell them what you want to do. Portia, Joanne, Kiana, Monique, Raina, all these people here care. Yeah, they have a big staff here. Yeah. A lot of support. You got you to gotta find which one actually blends for you. That's where this society gets it so mixed up at and the world gets it so mixed up at. People just be jumping into relationships and friendships not knowing the person. You have to figure out where you have a connection at. When Monique first got here, she was the first person to immediately put me somewhere. But I've been in this program since November of 2018. Monique got here in February, I want to say, March. When she got here, it was on. Yeah, hers kind of a new program. So yeah. are you in the first cohort then? Yeah. I'm really like the second, third. Okay. Yeah. And then how much how long does this program usually take? Uh they give you eighteen months. So you get six, six, six. That's how that, that's how the stage advance goes also. But in the in the middle of that, you get um an extension to twenty four months. If if in eighteen they're still working with you, so you're still figuring stuff out, you're still trying to figure certain things out, you get an extra extension. But at the end of that extension, you have to really now it's a grown man thing. Now it's a what are you doing? You didn't got the extension. You'd have been here for eighteen months. You didn't did this. You didn't did that. What do you want to do in life? Like I tell people about the name itself. R E A D I. Ready. In life, you would not be in this program because of the ages, because of where we come from, because of what we can do with the gifts and the ties that we have. You would not be in this program if you weren't ready for something. There is a majority, my generation here. I can say a majority under 30 years old that's in this program. So if you really look at from how you live from, let's say, the age of 18 till now, and you haven't realized that you could have been made a change, the change can start now. My friends, they, they be with me. Some be against me. About Some listen, some don't. It's okay. I know they get, it, I know they get the message regardless. It says it in the Bible. Not everybody will get being able to be with you or understand the change you're trying to make or put into the world. But... There's not you're not lonely. You would never be lonely at the top. It sounds like you had some pretty good gu- uh, mentors and guidance to to yeah. get here in the first place, yeah. so you could like apply for the lottery. Yeah. Um. How do other people get here? If they what if they don't have mentors or, or good support? So you had a couple good people in your life. You gotta ask around. I mean, just how like I tell people, fires for energy. When you want something negative done, you'll put first amount of energy, second amount of energy, third amount of energy. What I mean by that is, first plug don't answer the phone, you call the second one. Third plug, I mean, second plug don't answer the phone, you call the third one. Third plug don't answer the phone, you call the fourth one. As soon as you get all them calls done and get what you need completed, you got it. You ain't realize how much energy you put into it. Now, positivity. I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this. Positivity. First job says no. You give up. And you run immediately back to the negative. Okay, let's try it again then. You say, second job, say no. But you're still giving up, running right back to the negative. Look how much energy you put into the negative to get it done. Just you have to, to it. shift it. You have to put it back from negative to positive because the, the light is going to always overtake the dark. Every time. The light is going to always shine over the dark. But to try to be dark and be like at the same time, shot in the fence, it never works. That's why I might have my... Just got to make the decision. Yeah. 
That's why people nowadays, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to life, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friends, when it comes to all that, you can look at it as straddling the fence. You have to be whole with everything you do. Hundred percent. You can't just be if and feeding people. That's how people be getting caught up. Far as talking about people back and people be getting snaked and all that. You got to discern if a person is actually for you. A person to show you how they are in the beginning and to keep it on jobs and to keep it on energy. You have to shift the energy from negative to positive to show the universe because the universe is going to give you exactly what you're looking for. You have to show the universe that you want change. Once you start projecting that, you'll be in positions like me. Cool. So you're on phase two. Sounds like you're pretty ambitious. When do you think you're going to knock out phase four? Is that it again? Oh, when do you think you're going to be done with phase four? Uh, Sounds uh, like you're killing it. I mean, right now, I'm just patient. Well, I mean, like I said, I got a couple more months left for the program before I get on stage three. And then I got me a little extension. So... When I get toward the end, I might not even need this. That's I got a couple of things on the side that I'm I'm getting a, that I'm getting in play. I got some new producers that I I mess with. I got a producer named Wayne Williams. He started house music. I got a couple big friends that I talk to every now and then. They they keep people in my corner. So well, they were like, "Preach, how you been? Everything been cool, preach. We ain't forgot about you." You just touching base. Just touching bases. Make sure like they let me know. Keep working. Keep writing your music. Keep studying because they know I study every day. I can't miss my beat. I'm very conscious-minded. Right on. I consider myself woke. So what do you, where do you want to go? What's your ambition? Right now, I'm trying to see what this music can do. It, right now, I got the platform of music. I got the platform of speaking. Okay. Whichever one starts first is going to piggyback off each other. You get paid. Speak. Do they pay you to speak? Yes, sir. Right on. Yeah, I get, I get the opportunity. I started working with this celebrity named uh, Corporate. when I, I was working, doing a little something stuff on the side with him, and I was doing a little stuff with um, uh, somebody. I forgot his name. But we asked, we asked, we asked for connections, and I got this other, uh, other stuff I'm working with named Jason. But he had did the voice, and he had did the final four. I'm just, I'm just connected with people, just trying to keep my name, people ears, and people just keep my face surfing through, surfacing through, so just they pop, can just popping up. Yeah, so they can be like, okay, if some new opportunity come around, do they have somebody that can do it? I'll preach. Yeah. I'll preach through this. Preach and speak. Preach not. Preach not. Be, he ain't nervous. He outgoing. He can do his music. All right, okay, let me come preach. Yeah, that's what networking is all about, just getting out there. People know your name. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. And that's yes, like the, the, uh, the whole point of this podcast, just getting out there. People hear what we're doing. Yes, sir. So tell me about your music. Uh, like I said, I started taking music for Riff in 2017. Uh, so far, under the table, I completed over three mixtapes. I don't like just going to anybody's studio. I don't like just doing anything quality. I like, I like my stuff to be right. Like far as the music that I have on YouTube and I put on Instagram and stuff, I like it. But I know it could be way better because my crafting got better over the years. So what I have right now, right now, I'm just waiting to get to a real better studio. Like I said, I got these new producers. And um, they've been texting me, telling me, just hold on, wait and get this studio situation fixed. ready to get this situation handled. And we're going to call you. Just be ready. Just keep having everything done. They've been sending me beats to play with my craft and speed it up, slow it down, practice my uh, my music a little more. Uh, I've, been take, I've been trying to make sure I take that serious because I've been trying to f- put the preaching in the music. Okay. Cause I know for a fact it's people out here that don't just listen to the beat, that don't just listen to the flow, they, they listen, listen to the words, the words. Yeah. very much the words. So if I know for a fact that I can speak and I'm articulate, I'm gonna put it in the music. Yeah, Seattle has a big music scene. What's Chicago like? Uh, Chicago, yeah, we got you know we got Lil Durk, Polo G, Lil Zay, Kami. You know we got a couple people that came out of here that did their thing. A lot, a lot of neighborhood studios you yeah. can record at. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, as far as the studio, I thought you were talking about the people. Oh, like both. Yeah, like it's kind of the, the whole network, the whole scene. I mean, with that right there, it's all, it all depends on where you go. Once you get to a studio, you got to realize and you got to figure out if that person actually know what he's doing. If you know how to change you the voice res- around. Yeah, you you know, play with, right, you got to know how to 
play with the music for real. You can't just be in there just going and then you you waste you wasting your talent being somewhere with somebody who don't know what they're doing. But at the same time, you building, you learning, because wisdom is a dot of experience. If you don't go into the experience, you never get the wisdom from it. You learn that you shouldn't go to this person. You learn that you need to go to this person. You learn how also on your own to, on your own to where now I can start playing with the music. Okay, he did this. This called Fruity Loops. Okay, this called this. Okay, if you turn this up, but then if I pay attention to click this file, then you can start doing it on your own. It's all about paying attention. My number two rules in life, I listen to pay attention. They're basic, but I study them every day more and more. Really, I said it more than anybody else. I think a lot of people don't listen or pay attention, so you're ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. For real. So what do you do for fun around here? For Chicago's fun, a cool town. I mean, really, if it ain't really the music or... You're just, you just so into what you do. Yeah. yeah. I, I, be, I, be, I be chilling. I'm always working. Like, my social media don't really see too much of it because I don't, want, I don't like everybody being in my business. I don't like everybody knowing the moves I make. I don't like people knowing what I got going on. The quieter, the better. It's just surprising. A lot of people be surprised when I make the move because I had a different type of name. I was known for some other stuff. When I, when I brought the preacher out, they was like, what? Preacher? Wait a minute. He was just doing all this. Now he, oh, but he didn't. I mean, he was always a leader. He was always yeah. well-respected. So let me listen to him. Some people just don't be vibing with it. But for fun, I just play with my little music. And now and then I try to figure out how I can go speak. I play basketball on the side a lot. I love going to the gym. Um, rather than that, I'm really a homebody. I be chilling. I don't like being in the way. I consider that in a way. Just being out there, posting up, doing all the extra stuff. I be trying to tell my homies that we don't got to do all that. We don't, we don't got to do all that. Just being out there, being in the way. So what's, what's kind of the motivation for doing all that? Just hanging out with your friends, making some money? I mean, the motivation for us to being in the crib or being outside? Yeah, being outside, just doing shit. Some people just be bored. Just social. They don't know how to be in a crib. You don't know how to watch TV. You don't know how to meditate. You don't know how to think. You don't know how to figure something out, figure yourself out. Go read a book or something. Right. I mean, you could be outside. I, I ain't speaking against that. I ain't saying it's wrong because I got homies that be outside all day. But at the same time, I tell them too, like, what's the point of being out? You don't ever get tired of being out? So you're more productive. You yeah. want to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get from over here so that, all right, now that we gone, I can show you how to get from over here too so that you will. Because I got a homie that got kids. I got homies that got real families. But you be outside so much. So if I make it out and I give you a little motivation because I do my preacher thing, people... Don't want to believe it, but the position that I'm in right now is because of me changing to the preacher thing. So if you don't want to grab on to, let me make a little change so that I can be able to do something for myself and then for my family. You're gonna always be lost. Yeah, that's walking on. That's walking on man's wheel. That's why I say it's not just. Even though it's all Bible with me, it's not just all Bible. I will put it into a scripture term, then I put it into a knowledge term, then a street term, spiritual term. That's walking in man's will. I walk in God's will. In the street term, that's being in the way. I'm my own man. I follow my own world. I follow my own thing. I'm on the growth of development. Everything I do is on the growth of development. I like to grow. I like to develop. I'm not going to stay in the one position, in one area, and hope that I grow. Insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I'm not going to be doing that. I don't want to be the old and be like, I wish I knew then what I know now. No, I'm going to be saying, I know now. Well, I'm glad I know You're it now. You're good. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I know this. So if this program didn't snatch you up and I put you on this really great path, right. I mean, I don't want to like give it all to the program because you also had really good mentors. Right. So kind of what happened in the middle? Did you just get caught up doing shit and I mean, ran in trouble with the law a little bit? Before the age of 18, I was real, real hot. The term hot. I was yeah. doing a lot of stuff. I was playing with guns, selling drugs. I was just doing stuff. Then... 
I started preaching at the age of 18, but I was also still straddling the fence. I was still back and forth. And this comes back to your message earlier about you experienced you were straddling the fence yourself. Yeah. You figured it out. You can't preach unless you've actually been in a situation. A testimony is relating. A testimony yeah. is understanding. Yeah, because so, guns and drugs, that'll give you some prison time. Yeah. But it's like I never really got caught up for the guns and drugs. I got caught up for all the violent stuff. My whole background is violent. Yeah. So it's like for people that try to judge, oh, he violent, he this and how can he make a change? Okay, cool. I mean, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Everybody come from a past. People, one person I love using is Judge Mathis. This man will sit on the stage and he'll, he'll sit on the stand and he'll tell you, when I was in the streets, when I was doing this, the streets taught me, ooh, you cannot forget where you came from. Is that the guy I see on TV, Judge Mathis? Yeah. Okay, I've, I've watched a couple of his shows. You, you can't forget where you came from. Yeah. You can't forget what made you change, what made you want to change, what made you struggle, what made you hurt, what made you cry. Because if you forget that, you forget the feeling of what took you to the next level. Yeah, that's how you grow. You got to hold on to that. Yeah. Never forget. But, I mean, it's just, it's confusion. Like the Bible says that no one really knows about. It. 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, the God of this world has blinded the mind of the unbelievers. For those who do not know what the blind, but the blindfold is, it's the cars, it's the clothes, it's the women, it's the drugs, it's the, it's the fan base, it's the want to wanna be somebody, it's want to be seen. If you're not understanding that you're being blocked by, that it's something that you're supposed to be doing, you're going to always be blocked. Always have that blindfold on. It sounds like music and also preaching is kind of on your radar. Yeah. Which one are you most most excited about? Preaching. Okay. Music is going to always be here. Always preaching is going to always be here too, but when a message is delivered, that's what's going to always be at the end of the day, the message being delivered. If they take all the beats, if they take the sound, this, they take all this, you still have to give a message. The actual message. The so message what, so whether it's through music, which is just the delivery of the message, right. or preaching. Right. Okay. As long as the message gets delivered, I don't really care how I give it. Like I said, I play basketball in the future. If music or preaching take me somewhere, I'm going to pursue my basketball too. I'm going to also throw that in there. I'm definitely getting back in school. I started for a social work degree. Then I got locked up on winter break. And I just took a pause from it to get everything together. So I told my program here that I definitely want to get back in school. So by oh, stage yeah. three, they might throw me back in school. So where were you going? Tell me about that. I was going to Olive Harvey. Uh, I was in there for about. Uh, a full semester um, I have a semester complete for social work I was trying to play a little basketball there I had a little name there if I was going there for a while I was enjoying it I was trying to get everything complete got locked up got caught up in a situation going for your associates or bachelor's degree uh, associates very cool yeah uh, how's your family are you the first person in your family to go to college no uh, my family been to college my mom graduated from college everybody not everybody but people got the degree my sister got a degree my other sister has a degree oh yeah now that I think about it, yeah, my family do play with college a lot, but so that's a good reference group. You just kind of messed up along the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I take the black sheep, bro. I take that, but my family know me. They know I got a big heart. They know at the end of the day, I mean well. Yeah, like, I can I can sit here and say my background violent. I got a name for the streets, all that. But at the end of the day, I try to make sure the preacher get his all glow. I try to make sure the preacher get all the glory because it's all about God. I mean, with yeah. me, it, it, it changed all about God and doing something different. I see a different type of light. I see when friends fake. I see when friends real. I see when the opportunity is in front of me. I see when, and I can hear and I can feel when something different is going on. I ain't know this was going on. I was telling my girl, like, I might got to speak coming up. If she was in front of me right now, she'd be like, did you know this was coming up? I'd tell her no. It's just out of the blue. Yeah. So you got a platform, so uh, send a message out. I mean. Yeah, what you want to say? Right now, I mean, if you got an instrumental, I'd love, I love to do a little song. Yeah, for sure. Uh. What can you do with what we got here? I mean, 
I could play an instrument on my phone. Yeah, you're the creative one. <laughs> All <laughs> I got is a see. microphone. <laughs> Let me see what I could do. I got a little something. I don't know if this is going to be loud enough. My phone loud, but it's this instrument I was playing with. You can probably hold it up to the mic. It'd probably be okay. It's this beat by Method Man. You hold it up real close to the mic so yeah. you can pick it up. There you go. Okay. I'll give a little quick little story real quick. I say, look. See, they call me preacher because the word of God tattooed upon my soul. But even though I know the word, I still do my wrong. But you can't judge me on my sin and how I live my life. Because I know people in the church who's never living right. I'm 23, I'm from the slums, and I made it out. Been in the church, was raised, and I chose a different route. I know my God, I know about trials and the tribulations. I wasn't waiting for success, got tired of being patient. Bits of the pen, but I guess that was my destiny. Because when I went to jail, reality was all around me. I guess you never really know. Under God's will, you never know your purpose till you let him grab the wheel i never really had no guidance i was on my own thought i was grown in these streets 14 i'm told chrome bitches breaking bad and niggas calling me for cash people see me get some money now they on my ass up in the pen people left me all i had was family see people trying to play that role like they here support me mixing them drugs with this medicine that dirty drink xanax dissolving on my tongue just to help me think remember meditate think about the path i'm on mom steady stressing me about jobs don't know the road i'm on how i'm trying to deal drugs how i'm trying to load Slugs. I was tired of robbing niggas, kicking doors and mobbing niggas. Plug hit my line like, where you been? This money calling. Say you see me snoozing, then I know you seeing when I'm calling. Bag ain't gonna chase itself. Thought your family needed help. Niggas crazy, hit you with any line just to please theyself. That's a little, little something. Right on. Yeah. That sounds really good. Thank you, man. Just, you know, just a little something. Just a little background music. Little on intro. The phone. You feel, it, just yeah. give a little story Just tell a little story Like I said so They call me preacher Because the word of God Tattooed upon my soul But even though I know the word I still do my wrong But you can't judge me On my saying And how I live my life Because I know people In the church Who's never living right I'm 23 I'm from the hundreds And I made it out Been in the church Was raised in I chose a different route I know my God I know about trials And the tribulations I wasn't waiting for success Got tired of being patient Bit to the pen But I guess that was my destiny Because when I went to jail Reality was all around me I guess you never really know under God's will. You never know your purpose to let him grab the wheel. I love that, man. I also love what you're talking about. Kind of you make the distinction between uh, just because we got caught doesn't mean we're the only ones. Yeah. And I think a study came out of Berkeley and they showed that like 92% of Americans have all done something that would land them in prison. Yeah. Not just jail, but prison. Mm-hmm. So when people really judge you about, oh, that guy, he's a, he's a criminal. Well, they might be too. Doesn't yeah, because you just didn't get caught. Yeah. I mean... That's why you got to be very careful and cautious about what you say and do. Because what goes around comes around, karma, and be careful what you talk about because God will humble you. It happens like that. Oh, I ain't getting caught. I ain't never getting caught. Never say never. Yeah. Uh, I ain't going to be in that position. Ooh, point the finger at it. Okay, well, you point one finger, it's three more pointing at you. I mean, even when you look at it far as karma, you do wrong to people. I look at it like this. Karma is different from payback and getting what you deserve and all that. Karma goes into the uh, it gets thrown around as it maneuvers through buildings and birds and all type of stuff <laughs> with the wind change. All you never know what season karma going to come this back. Under, this is force, yeah. but when it comes back, it's strong. It got me, man. And you're going to remember <laughs> that. You're going to be like, damn, this probably because I just did that. And all depends on how hard or how severe you get on somebody or you treated somebody or you did just you wronged somebody. Karma is going to definitely come back, but there's also a such thing as good karma. Yeah, I was dodging the bad karma for a while, and then when it finally got me, you know. I was looking at 25 years in prison, did about 15. Oh. So, you know, that's uh, 
That's no fun. The most I did, the most I did, the longest was a year and a half, was a year and a couple months. But I didn't do it a year and a couple months twice. Yeah, I think I probably only needed like a year or two like to, to figure out, hey, this, this isn't fun anymore. Right. Because I was still acting up when I got to prison. Mm-hmm. But then after a couple of years, I was like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, something different. If you, if you know how to relate to that story as far as going through Stateville, going to the county, being in there, being gone, getting on that phone, crying, asking a female what she got going on, seeing the family, seeing them have fun, get pictures. If you can relate to that story, man, you can talk. Yeah. Man, you can have a nice conversation. Because you would know how I feel when you come home doing something different. Got a background, can't do this. Promote change. Should I go do this? Should I go do that? I can go be the same or I can go do something different. Yeah. And yeah, that's that negative you're talking about. Because, like, everyone kind of wants to do something great. But as soon as they hit these roadblocks, they can't get a job. They can't mm-hmm. find a place to live. That's why I say tough. another one of the songs I got. I say, succeeding is the goal. You got to play your role. All negative consequences have to come with a toll. Remember, keep your head up. Ain't no ever letting up. Always make it happen till that grave call your home. So go where the love is. Watch for the phony friends. Never let strangers in. Keep one up until the end. Understand people hate, but understand time change. But remain focused because you're learning to embrace pain. That's just how life goes. Yeah. You got to remain focused with everything because you're embracing it. You never know. this. We never know what this do for me. That's why I put the music in. That's yeah. why I put the preaching in. That's why I put in basketball. That's why I threw in certain things just to get people attention. The conscious man heard yes, the conversation that I had. You got some keywords in there. Yeah. And your marketing. The, con- the, con- the conscious man heard what I said. Yeah. Congregation. Conscious man. Being woke. Though you never know who come grab. You never know who want to do something with me. I ain't the type to be, to get big headed. I don't boast. I don't brag. I don't flex. I don't do all that. I play my role. I like to be comfortable with what I'm doing, but I don't get too comfortable. Also, oh, plug your... Uh Plug your thing. Are you on Instagram? How do people find you? I mean, to find me on Instagram, my name on Instagram is Queese underscore hundred third. My name on Facebook is Queese Ten Trey Savage. I plan on changing my name for as to like preacher eternal or for figuring out how I want to do my music and all that. But right now, Instagram is Queese underscore hundred third. Yeah, it's, it's spelled that out just in case it's uh, Q U I S underscore one zero three R D. Facebook is Q U I S space T E N T R E space Savage. Uh, Twitter U capital U capital K N O. You know me. M-E underscore Queese. As you know me, underscore Queese. I mean, have you find me. Have you get to me. All right. I love to do something with you. I got over three mixtapes. I got knowledge on everything. I don't boast. I got, I did sermons and all. My job, love to call me for speaking. I, I love to just wow people. I love to wing it. Cause I got, I got a gift. I love, I love to get God his glory. Like I said, right now, this is, this is out to God be the glory. Yeah, this kind of how today happened. We just winged it. Just winged I just it. showed up so like, hey, uh, I know a guy. Nah, as you see, they brought, they yeah. brought preach. You had a room. What, let's go. And I mean, you can send me this too. I put it on Facebook, post it, put it on Instagram, put it on that, so they can just see. Like, okay, let me see what's ready to them. Sounds good. All right. Anything else you want to say? I mean, nah, not really, man. All right, preacher. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I look forward to what you're doing next. Okay, cool. All right, kill it. Right on.